it's your boy Billy Wayne back again with Legacy United, a Righteous Project Inc. podcast, and we got a new guest today, a longtime friend. As always, go ahead and introduce yourself, sir. Uh, Aaron Gonaway here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Aaron Gonaway. So, you know, we go way back to, to our high school days, you know, and I'm glad that that you, uh, you know, honoring us with your, your presence today, man. And, and as the audience already knows, we invite people uh, to share their success stories, you know, things they've gone through, uh, key moments in their life that helped them and guided them to the, the point they are today. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to pass it your way, Aaron, man, and just just take it from the top. I appreciate it. Thanks, Billy. Yeah, we go back from high school, man, uh, South High, class of 02. So um, oh, it's really That's good right. seeing people that you grew up with in their position now. So Billy, man. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate yes, it. Um, yes. Again, I'm uh, Aaron Gonaway. I'm from Texas originally, but I grew up in Denver. Middle school, high school, and some elementary school as well. Um, went to college, Trinidad State Junior College. Um, yeah, man. So I was just trying to find my uh, my find my way in life. So I kind of had a lot of jobs. Yeah. I was a I work retail, work restaurants, work customer service. Um, then I finally got a job at a brokerage firm. I was at Charles Schwab for 10 years. Um, I had my series seven and my series 63. So that was kind of my first grown up job. Um, yeah, man. it's one of those places, man. Corporate world wasn't for me. Um, it's, yeah, it's just too, it's, it's too many rules, man. Um, right. And I, once you get older, you just don't want to drink the, the Kool-Aid don't taste good, man. You just don't want, you just can't drink it. And right, that's right. that was me with the corporate world. I just wasn't the person to drink the Kool Aid, and I I found myself in a position where I was I was blessed to have a job, but I just wasn't happy, you know. And people I, I work people I work with was there for twenty thirty years and they're miserable. I'm like, man, I, I don't want to be <laughs> that person, right. you know. And I'm here. I am only yep. I'm. 10 years in, you know, and I'm like, damn, like this person looks mad and angry. And mm-hmm. this, it just, so it's something told me there's something more better out there for me. I just got to find it. And life happens. Yeah. And I, you know, I was, I was married to my kid's wife, um, my kid's mother. I have two beautiful children. Um, and life is makes you kind of settle. And I, and I found myself settling for that corporate job because I, had bills, you know, and, right. and, um, I always tell people now, man, my, my kids can't eat excuses, you know? So I, I just couldn't, I was, right. afraid, I was, I was afraid to take that chance, you know? And then again, life happens, man, we end up going our separate ways. And I found myself just kind of bouncing around and, and that's when I kind of got the fire in my ass to kind of leave that, that corporate setting to another corporate setting. You know, then I end yeah. up end up moving to Pueblo, Colorado, which was another culture shock for me. Even oh, okay, yeah. Even though it is Colorado, man, it's just a lot of people that look like me is not is not there, man. And and when you apply yeah, for, and when yeah. you when you apply for jobs, you know, you, you find yourself being the only the, the only black person, and that was kind of a huge challenge for me because when they when they see my resume, it doesn't match my appearance. You know, and when I go to these yeah, jobs right. and, you know, they're 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 shocked to see me, yep. you know, because yep. I, I, I don't have a black name. You know, I, I don't. Yeah. You know, right. and when you hear me on the phone, I don't talk black, you know. So when I walk to right, the interview, right, right. it's like, oh, you're Aaron. 
you know? Right. Yep. And, yep. Uh, Pu- I, I hear you, man. And Pueblo is more of a union town. Old school ways, man. It's not what you know, it's who you know. And I bounced around in jobs and I found myself again, you know, it's, it's not your, it's not your journey. It's what's what God has planned out for you. I end up in South Carolina and that's where my two oldest live. And again, man, oh, okay. it's just humbling when you put yourself out there again. I found myself back to square one again, trying to find employment. Right. And I tell people all the time, uh, I applied at McDonald's and McDonald's didn't hire me. And that was probably the most gut-riching feeling in the world that when you think that if all fails, I'll just flip burgers, right? And then when you go to flip burgers, right, right. Try, when you go try to flip burgers, they tell you that you're too old, that you're too qualified. Damn, that's and, crazy. You yeah. know, and, and between me and you, Billy, man, I sat in my car and I cried, man. I was like, here I am. Yeah, yeah. Moving across states, I got like 500 bucks in my name. Right. I got a cell phone bill. I got to pay child support. And thankfully, my my brother lives out there, and that's who I stay with. And he never charged me rent or anything, you know, and I'm blessed to, to have that. You know, but as far as yeah, like bills, know. man, like that, I, that time in South Carolina really, really humbled me. I end up finding jobs, you know, I, I sold cars right. and I uh, started doing new home construction because um, that was the only places that would give me, kind of give me a, a chance. And the whole selling right. cars things, again, taught me not to trust people, <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and and that's one that's that's one job that you can't take an off day. You're there from Monday through Saturday. Thank right. God, you know, that's the Bible belt and they don't sell cars on Sunday, but you pretty much you're there from open to close and that's nine to nine yeah. every day, you know, all commission, you know, so it really taught me yeah, yeah. that, okay, I, I can't just chill in my cubicle. I got to get out there and work. I got to make these cold calls. I, 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 I got to get hung up on, you know, and I end up doing pretty good, you know, but right. You know, that wasn't what God had planned for me. So I went from the cars to doing construction. Um, and again, I've I worked corporate America my whole life. And here I am out here in the trenches, man, um, right. doing doing work that I never thought I would do. You know, I didn't know how to use a saw. I knew how to I, I couldn't tell you what if it wasn't a hammer or a wrench. I didn't know what tools were, <laughs> you know, and, and that's saying that humbly, yeah, right. you know, cause how many, how many people can you give a tool, yep, a toolbox yep. to and say, Hey, go hand me that such and such tool and don't bring in the right tool back. And I, I found myself in that situation and it was, it was embarrassing, right. man. Cause people talk shit about you. People are like, Oh, what the fuck? You don't know what this kind of wrench is. Yep. I'm, I'm like, truthfully, I really don't, sir. <laughs> and I, I wasn't really that great. Reading, right. Right. Reading, yep. reading the tape measure. You know, so I had to, you know, go go to YouTube, man, and really like buckle yep. down and, and get good at it. And I, I got really good at that job because I, again, my my kids can't eat excuses, you know. And here I am making right. twenty eight bucks an hour in Colorado. I'm making thirteen bucks an hour doing new home yeah, construction, yeah. man. So that's you know, and with the uh, overtime, you know, I'm I was constantly working, you know, but I I found myself falling behind financially, you know, and, and that was a big right. draw for me to have to figure out 
what is it that I'm supposed to be doing? Am I supposed to stay out here in South Carolina and struggle financially? Or is there something out there better for me? So I started applying for jobs back in Colorado. And I would, I would get a call back just like that, man. But I wasn't, okay. I, 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 I wasn't out there. I said, oh, when you move back here, give us a call. So that was really a deciding factor that I need to get my butt back to Denver yeah. because wow, okay. that's, that's where I'm able to find a job. And, you know, right. and I, I, told my, I told my two oldest kids, if I can't support myself, I can't support you guys. Yep. You know, and it, it sucks because here I am again, not leaving them, but I have I have to follow the money, you know, and yeah. that's and that's the tough part. Um, so I came back to Colorado in 2018. I uh, got a job with Rappahoe County Fairgrounds. I was an event foreman. Um, worked that job for a while. Um, I got promoted to an event supervisor. Um, I was horrible at that job, Billy. Um, <laughs> I didn't know how to manage. Hey, I, I didn't okay. know how to manage people, man. And that was the hard part is, yeah, is, yeah, is, gotcha. is managing personalities. And yeah. be- between me and you, I had a shitty staff. I had about one good person and two bad employees who controlled, who, who controlled yeah. what everybody oh, else did. The environment, right. The environment, yeah. you know. So and right. when COVID happened, COVID kind of shut us down. And we became in an alternative care facility. So hey. I would work two days and have the rest of the week off. So I would come home to my wife and be like, man, I hate going to work. I hate this yeah. place. Yeah. You know, and I'm back again. Like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? And with the world events, you know, with the whole George Floyd thing going on. Right. Like right. You, that really showed me how people really felt. Uh, about a lot of stuff because office conversations changed. Office conversations yep. were, was was more sensitive Ooh. and more in- yeah, was, was more intense. So, right, you right. you really felt uh, people's heart. You you really knew where they stood, and right. it wasn't for me, you know. So one day, my wife told me, uh, "Won't you start selling your barbecue?" And I told her I don't want to do that shit, man. Because on on, yeah. on <laughs> Facebook, it was just uh, free for all. Everybody selling plates. It was. Yep. People were selling alcohol. Yep. They'll throw some chili right. cheese and hot Cheetos on some burritos and sell it for twenty bucks. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yep. You I know. didn't want to be a part of that rat race, man. So she <laughs> gotcha, was like, "Yeah." She was like, "You know what? What well, we're actually doing it." And I was like, "Damn, we are." So that day we went to Sam's yeah. Club and bought, bought some meat, man. And I text 25 of my friends and say, hey, I'm doing plates yep. uh, this weekend. You want to buy them? Let me know. And thankfully, I sold, I pre-sold 25 of them. And I was blessed to have people buy them. Nice. And then the, the day of the cook, man, like I wasn't nothing special. It's what I always did. I made the barbecue. I delivered them. And then for the first, I'll say two hours, my phone was dry. I'm like, damn, they hated that food. Nobody's hitting me back up. You know how you refresh your phone to see the text messages came in? And then next thing I know, Billy, my phone's getting flooded with like, oh my gosh, that was good. Are you doing it next weekend? My my neighbor wants to buy a plate. So I'm like, well, I guess I'm doing it next weekend. So every weekend for my job, 
I would do plates on Saturdays. So it, it kind of made my week better because it has something, okay. to, it has something to look forward to, you know. So then we had the transition. My my garage yep. became a prep uh, place. Um, I was using two small 25-gallon smokers in my backyard. Um, my neighbors thought I was selling Ooh, drugs, okay. man. Um, like all these cars that show <laughs> up on Saturdays, you know. So it was it was really cracking, man. And yeah, yeah. And it hit me. I'm like, wow. I'm, I'm making my salary off one day's of work. Why the yeah. hell am I going back to work on nice, Mondays? Okay. You know, so it was like, I don't need to go. I, I like fuck my job. Right. Like I hate this okay. place. So it, it kind of gave me a more of a, yeah. a push, yeah. a push to kind of quit. So I talked to my wife. I was like, hey man, like what's okay. the next what's the next step? What should we do? And thank God, man, she's always been in my corner. She said, if you want to do this, let's do this. So we I ended up quitting my job. We drove around looking for locations. And we found my location off of Montview. Um, okay. Um, so then we ended up signing yep. the lease, man, and went from there. And I I never expected it to go the way it went. It was uh, scary, Billy, to go from selling food out of your house. Yeah, I bet. To actually owning a restaurant. And I don't know how to run a business. Neither does my wife. You know, so right. we, we kind of, yeah, yeah. we, we fell on our ass a few times, man. And that's kind of how, yep. that's how, how you get better is how you learn is by making mistakes. And we had to learn how to, again, manage people, manage money, manage food, uh, buying right. enough food. And, you know, it was hard The first, I'll say yep. the first four months, we really didn't make no money. You know, I tell people that all the time, like, mm-hmm. well, you sold out. Like, well, we sold out of food, but we really, really making no bread. And I had to, you know, dig deep and right. ask my friends, like, dude, like, what do you do at your spot? So just me, by me networking, I reached out to a few friends in Texas and said, hey, what's your menu? What do you charge? So I had to take out the plates. The plates is where you lose money. You can't you you just can't make money selling yeah. twenty twenty dollar plates. You, you're giving up, you're giving away food, you know. So the the, the a la carte method right. worked for me and helped me um, subsidize the cost of the food. So I was making three times my cost. Is where you should always okay. be at when you run a restaurant. Breaking even, you might as well shut the door. But if you you got to make three times your cost or more. Uh, and, one, and once I yeah. changed my menu, I started seeing an extra three thousand, okay. extra four thousand, you know, on Saturdays. But it, it took us five months to actually get to that point. And you see, in my restaurant, man, people will show up hours before we got a chance to open. Yeah. And oh yeah, line, line around, the, yeah, right, line around the yep. block, man. And that's it's, it's humbling yeah, at the same man. time, but <coughs> yep. you start to create haters. You know, it was like, well, what is he doing that makes his food so special? You know, so that's oh, yeah. just learning how to navigate the right. good yep. and the bad. <coughs> Sorry. And it's like people who wanted to be no, good. close to me, I always question their motives. Like, why they want to work for me now where a month ago, right? you know, they was talking about about me. Yep. You know, yep. so I, I kind of kept my circle close. I did all the cooking myself. 
I, I didn't want to hire nobody because to me, consistency brings people back. Yep. And that's what most restaurants I think lack is it'll, ta- it'll taste right. great one day. And then next week you'll see like, man, yeah. it's a little, a little off. <coughs> so I had to really like say, okay, I don't, I don't want right. to be that restaurant that has a wishy, wishy-washy uh, taste or flavor profile. And it really took a toll on my body, Billy. I ain't gonna lie. I would be yep. I would be up late, slept at the restaurant, up early. You know, it's yeah, just like it's a lot of work, man. And me having another kid, I have a I had a three year old. <coughs> oh yeah. You know, Tough, so man. like I had to really be there for him. And thankfully with my schedule at the right. restaurant, I was able to take him to school, pick him up, and still have that family time that I always wanted that I couldn't with my two oldest because of the corporate America. Like you had to right. be there. I couldn't take off. You got to put in for a vacation. It has to be approved by a manager. Yep. You got to have coverage, you know, and with my one day a week at the yep. restaurant, right? It, it allowed me with that flexibility. Like if I wanted to close down and come back to Texas to visit family, I can do that. You know? So thankfully that rest, yeah, that right. restaurant uh, gave me that family stability that I was lacking. Um, and, and, and the, the whole past, you know, so the, what's up, man. the restaurant was doing really good, man, but we really felt that we worked too hard <laughs> to kind of be in where we're at in a position. And we always wanted to move, right. um, to a, the, the owner on farm. And that was our next kind of goal that my wife and I kind of set for ourselves it's like, hey, let's do this for five years or even three years, mm-hmm. and then let's go buy property right. somewhere, you know, and, you know, build our future retirement home at that property. And me me being from Texas, man, I always wanted to be right. close, close to family. And I, I want to give my kids that childhood that, that I had to run outside and not worry about cars. Right. Not not worry about, you know, just you know, the city shit that you worry about a lot in, in Denver. And between me and oh, you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Right, right. And between me and you, we had somebody get murdered outside of our apartments while right. we were staying man, in I Denver. I remember that, man. Crazy. Yeah. Right outside. Right yeah. outside. Yep. And that yep. was, a, that was the deciding factor. Like, this shit's getting wow. too close to home. It's time for us to get the hell out of here, man. And People call me crazy because I'm leaving my restaurant right, right. at at its highest peak. Like, dude, you're, you're making X, Y, Z on a Saturday. You want to close it down and move to where? But it's like, again, you know, it's it's, right. it's my journey, my legacy. And I always tell you, Billy, I'm big about generational wealth, man. And you could you can own yeah, a, you can own a house in Colorado and five years from now, that house can be worth nothing. You know, or you can go buy some land somewhere. That land's gonna be in demand, right? Every year, you know, because one thing they ain't yep. making no more yep. of is land. Right? You know, they're making a lot of houses, but they ain't making no more land. That's true. And that's why we said we yeah, gotta be yeah. like go buy Facts, us, a, right. go buy us a piece of land somewhere. And something happened when, when, whenever I pass or my wife passed, it goes to my three kids. And I tell my daughter now, who's the oldest, yep. whatever you do, pay the taxes. <laughs> if you if you guys want to keep it, just pay the yeah, taxes. Right. Exactly. 
you know, or you can sell it and yep. divide it between yep. the, the three of you guys, you know, but, you know, as a, you know, as black there people, we, we, don't, we don't, we don't, we don't have a lot of in, in, inheritance. And that's right. one thing that I want to give my kids is, exactly. that, is that extra push or that step to get them ahead in life. So either they can stay there and build a, a house or they can sell it and go move somewhere else, you know, so. Yep, and build from there too. Yep, and build yep. from there too. So, and we've been out. What's up, we, man? Moved to, we moved to Texas May, uh, no July, of uh, 2023. We end up buying 20 acres. Um, so, place by the pound nice. is Gunaway Farms. So that's my house. And that's my uh, our name of my farm. We have cows. We got chickens. Yeah. We we do our own garden, man. Oh. So um, it's just kind of our our. Uh, gateway to uh self self-sustainable life lifestyle gotcha gotcha man that's that's what's up man um that's that's a big story man and a lot of it you know as you were speaking it it just rings true with a lot of situations a lot of people face um and i want to take it back a little bit when you were talking about the corporate world man is is Depending on your ethnicity, everybody has a different um, experience. Exactly. You know, going through the corporate world and, you know, um, same thing that you were experiencing as far as uh, your name and your experience and, and, and your your history um, not reflecting, you know, the same way that you look, you know, that's mm-hmm. the same thing that I've been through. I still go through that to this day. Uh-huh. Um, and having to navigate through that, that corporate world, man, it, it's, it's tough, man. Sometimes you have to eat what, what, you know, situation you face and you, you really, you really face that, 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 um, life making decision. Should I, you know, call these people out or should I just, you know, um, move and, and trash and transition into something different, you know, because it, it, it's 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 an aggressive uh um lifestyle to live, especially in that in that corporate life, man. So it's great to see that through a lot of things that you've been through, mm-hmm. um, you know, that you're able to get to that point to make that decision, even though it was scary, you know, uh, that decision to actually open the restaurant. Because, and I tell my son this as well. I told him this the other day. And he's a teenager. He barely listened, but whatever. Mm-hmm. I told him, 90% of people talk. You know, they talk big game. Oh, I want to do this. I'm going to do this. Or I want to get this established. Oh, I got this, this sponsor. They're going to do this. 90% of people say that. Mm-hmm. But only 10%, you know, actually execute from there. Exactly. You know? um, I mean, I see it all the time. People always say that I'll do this. I'll do that. Or we're going to do this. I want to establish this. That's great. But then, man, nine times out of ten, those same people later down the road still talking about the same thing, you know. But you actually made that leap, and it, it was it was don't. it was hard. But I ain't gonna lie, because I was making a guarantee yeah. sixty five thousand a year, you know, at my job with the right, government, right. you know. But it's right. like you know, once I saw the money I was making on weekends, you know. Yep. Again, when you when you're your own boss, you move different. You know, like I I can't yep. call off sick. I can't, you know, miss this. I have to I have to do it no matter what. Where at the county, right. I had sick time, vacation time. Yeah, and then you you kind of rely on that to kind of make make, make an excuse for the day. 
you know, so you find yourself yeah, when you're in a right. slump, like, oh, fuck this place, I'm sick, you know, or, and when you have your own restaurant yep. or have your yep. own business, you can't do that. You, you gotta, you gotta suck it up, right. up and, and, and definitely yep. go out there, yep. man. And that's why it was so, it was so hard and scary at first when we wasn't seeing no money. You know, thankfully we had some money saved in our savings, you know, but we yeah. didn't, we didn't want to rely on that savings because we may need yep. that down the line. Exactly. You yeah, know? for something, yeah. Right. And right. I tell people now, man, think, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, I was, I was going to say that I think that's, that's, that's where a lot of people don't, don't understand as well as setting those actual goals um to, to kind of get there as well you know like you said it was tough for you guys to get through it and there's a lot of businesses that don't make up make money within the first couple of years mm-hmm. you know um and that's where the businesses fail because <clears throat> your mindset is dang am i doing the right thing right or should i just give up and and do this or, or go back to what i was doing you know but people that progressively say okay well man it's not working let me reach out and and just like you were saying, man, you reached out to your counterparts, mm-hmm. the people that were doing the things that you were doing to figure out, okay, so I got the experience. We did this. I'm not making money, but what do you guys do? Right. And gave you that feedback. And you were humble enough to accept the feedback and implement it. You know, some people are like, nah, I mean, I you, you do it that way. I think this is going to be the right way. But you were humble enough to take that feedback, man, implement it and see those changes, man. And I think that's that's really big. That's really big, man. So. Uh, but yeah, go, go ahead. I, I think you were saying something as well. No, nah, when um, piggyback what you just said, when it ain't working, man, you gotta you get, you gotta throw it out and see what sticks, man. So yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. definitely all ears, but I've definitely yep. learned to you know, if you're not going the way I'm going or the same direction, right. I, I don't, I don't, I don't want your advice, you know, and and that's not being mean because especially yep. barbecue, as you know, yep. every, every every everybody's a grill master, everybody's a expert. Oh, my husband makes the best ribs, <laughs> you know, so that's yeah. this goes right. from me mm-hmm. taking yep. taking advice from not everybody. You know, if you ain't got a restaurant, right, I, right, I, right. I really don't care how your ribs are. You know, Man, I'm, I'm, pre- I'm, you. Right. I'm pretty right. sure they taste good, you know, but again, we're yep. not on the same level, you know, yep. and, and that's not being arrogant. That's just saying, like, you know, yeah. what what is that going to do for me? You know, yep. Yep. So I had, to, I had to go to uh, people who was actually doing it, yep. and you know, and thankfully they didn't see me as a threat, and they and they answered my questions, which I'm very thankful for. Oh, you told me this before, and I never thought about it this way. It was when you were when you were you were developing. Actually, you had your hot sauce out already. Um, you know, you had me try some as well, and and that night you told me you said everybody's going to have an opinion on how to make <clears> your stuff better. You know, it doesn't matter who it is. Everybody's going to have that opinion. Oh, yeah. You can't, you can't just take mm-hmm. take everybody's word for what it is. You know, you got to, you know, there's a certain point where you got to trust. You can't. Trust what you... you're doing. And I was like, man, you're right. You know, and, and you sit around, you know, with, with this podcast that I'm doing or, um, you know, with the nonprofit or, or even with your, your uh, the restaurant is that more people, more people mm-hmm. that are not doing what you're doing are going to have uh, the best. Uh, change that, that you can make to your whatever it is to make it better, you know. Um, and you can't just just take that feedback. And some people get mad about that, man. But it's real. I can't I can't just listen to somebody who has not experienced how to build something from the ground up, you know, to get to that point. But then you're gonna come around and tell exactly. me exactly. Oh man, you know what's gonna make it better? This. I'm like, okay, that that sounds what's up, man. Where'd you get that experience from, though? 
you know so uh that that's that's big facts man right and, and my my biggest thing is uh if it, uh, I love uh, my favorite quote. If it was me, I would do this. Man. So I was like, oh, that's great, right? <laughs> you know, but it's not you. Yeah. So. <laughs> For real, man. <laughs> For real. Um, but I think, I, I, yeah, man. I think you took a lot of strides. We had to, man. And again, like my my kids can't use excuses, man. So at this point, yep. I, I was so I was all I was all in, right? You know? And I right. refused to because my old job thought I was going to come back. And I'm like, fuck this, man. Mm-hmm. This shit has to work. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah, I'm not going back. I'm not calling y'all. I'm like, fill my fill my position with somebody else because I'm not coming back there, you know? Right, and, right. And thankfully, yep, I, I had that mentality, man. You had to sink or swim, and I had to put on my floaties yep. and, and learn how to backstroke because I've. Yeah. <laughs> right. It, 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 it had to work, man. Well, um, Going back real quick, we were talking about you were talking about the shutdown, COVID, and everything during COVID, and you can attest to this as well, man. There's an explosion of entrepreneurship. You know, everybody oh, yeah. wanting to to start your own business, um, but not having that same grind, that same concept. You know, um, of taking it a step further, selling places it's cool. You know, uh, um, I'm looking right now for somebody selling hot wings today, as a matter of fact, so I can go get some hot wings. But are they going to take it a step further? What, what's what's your ultimate goal with 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 you know selling hot plates? You know, and you had that. You said, okay, I'm gonna start here, see where it's at. Then we're gonna go, you know, launch it further as well. Same thing with t-shirts, man. T-shirt uh, companies are a dime a dozen at this point. Everybody's selling t-shirts, mm-hmm. um, and it's not right. what really. And I'm a giving away my mindset. I, n- I never said this publicly, but the thing about merch is that it's tied to something. It's tied to um, a brand. You know, you mm-hmm. can sell your shirts all day. You can say, hey, I got this new design. I got this. That That's great. But what is it tied to? What what, what gravitates that, that customer to want to buy that merch? You can go anywhere right. and buy T-shirts, you know, but what's, what's going to make exactly. that difference between them buying yours? It's the brand. You know, it's the Righteous Project, Inc., you know, that people gravitate towards, okay, they buy, okay, I'm going to buy that because I want to represent the a righteous project. I'm gonna buy, you know, a, a place by the pound hat because I like their food, you know. Um, but you gotta, you gotta have something that gravitates them to actually make a purchase of, of t-shirts to represent what that brand is. Um, but a lot of people are not seeing that. They just want to, you know, stamp a logo on a shirt and then sell it. And that's cool, you know. That's that's definitely the start, man. But um, right. when there's a market that's so <clears throat> oversaturated. You want to make sure you're setting yourself apart, and that's the same as as your barbecue. You wanted it to be consistent, you know. Uh, you want consistent mm-hmm. taste, the consistent, and you put in all the work, man, and it showed. You know that that passion you put into making your food showed, man, because that's why that's why you had that line around the block, you know, every Saturday. That's why I couldn't get, you know, a plate every Saturday, <laughs> you know, because that that line, man, you had to show up early if you wanted it, man. If you put that passion into it people are going to be willing to, to show up, man. And I think that's, that's what separated it for you. Thank you, man. Also, it's a guy I'm uh, mentoring back in Denver. And I told him, man, I said, don't, don't yeah. be afraid to sell your story, S- sell your story. Right. You know, and, and that's why I, yep. I thank God for uh, social media. You know, it, it, it can be a pain because Billy people message me or they did man about, mm-hmm advice. Hey, I'm cooking a pork butt tomorrow. What should I do? Hey, I'm buying a smoker. What should, 
Like oh, wow. I was spending literally, it'll take me a half a day to get to my inbox. And it, and it was never nothing about business. Oof. It was always about just people yeah. who wanted advice. So I, yeah. I told myself, be, be the person that you looked up to. So even though I may not respond today, I'm going to respond tomorrow because some people get to that nice. point where they, they feel like they're here and you're here, you know? So right. it's like, I, I, I want them to say, man, he, he answered my DM or man, he right. replied back. That's what's up. You know, you know, even though, even though I, it was, it was tough sometimes. Cause when you're juggling family life and my yeah. wife, Oh, you're always on your phone. You know, I'm, I'm over here networking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. I feel you. I feel you. You know, so I, I said, just be the person that you looked up to, you know, so be, be that guy. Right. And as far as selling my story, I learned how to barbecue from my uncle. Yeah. You know, so I made that a point to share that. Right. You know, I, I've always told my story. Um, every interview I, I, I did, I, I, I shared my story. And people always yep. want to know the story behind the food, like what motivates you, what has been your influences. Right. So I'm giving the people that they're flowers. Like my mom taught me how to cook, cook, you know, my uncle taught me how to do yeah. barbecue. Yeah. So it's like, I've always right. gave them their flowers, man. Cause growing up in a black household, my mom mm-hmm. worked every Saturday. Right. So who was forced to cook for, I will call my mom at work. Hey, go in the kitchen, turn the water on, mm-hmm. put it on medium at this so she's telling me how to do it over the phone yep, but yep. making me do it right you know so she it, it got to a point where she trusted me yeah to do it again right you know so right. i've started making one thing and hey you're doing it this way you're doing it that way so just being that person just just being a sponge because you don't yep. know everything man and yep. i tell the guy that i'm mentoring dude it's like everything needs to everything needs to inspire you every oh, culture yeah. Every kind of food needs to be your inspiration because you never know. Like I say, we're, we're more alike than we are different Yeah. in a, a, a lot of things. And I, uh, I made a some pasole the other day oh, and okay. I laughed and I was making it because of my Spanish, my, my boy Dominic, I grew up with him back in the day, Hispanic family. And yeah. I've never seen somebody who wasn't black eat, eat neck bones or pig feet. You know, and until I went yeah, to his yeah. crib, and I was like, I was like, damn, right. they, they eat neck bones and and, uh, and pig feet. They eat all kind of shit that we eat. You know, but right. it's like, yeah. again, we're connected through food, man. And it's like right. so that should be your inspiration. So me making that pozole and thinking back made me laugh because I went back to that moment where he Dominic didn't care because it was his mom. Yep. I'm 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 in the kitchen looking and watching like oh man you know Miss Herrera can I look at like what what are you doing like asking questions because I'm fascinated about it you know so like enough to ask the questions enough to you know want to experience that you know and when when it was good it was done it was great it's like man this is good right but right. again a lot of my white friends moms. <laughs> You know, I told my wife, I was like, I never had hamburger helper until I went to my buddy's house. <laughs> yeah. Because right. my, my mom, my mom never bought that. Yeah. You same, know? So it's like, like yep. <laughs> you know, I didn't know what hamburger helper was. <laughs> I saw the commercials, but we never ate it. Yep. You know, or even casseroles. But it's like, again, those stuff like that should still inspire your story, inspire your journey. Because all that's going to build, build to your foundation yep. of your palate. Right. Because your palate is going to be the biggest thing for you because you need to taste, make sure it tastes right. Make sure how to be sensitive to seasoning. 
Right. Everybody takes salt differently. Yep. You know, how to be sensitive to heat. Everybody takes heat heat yep. differently. Yep. And having so many friends of different ethnic backgrounds, it taught me how to be train my palate right. To, right. to to be aware of heat, spices. That I have some friends, parents who didn't season their food. Mm-hmm. I have some friends, parents who did season their food. Right. But owning a restaurant, man, it really, you have to be sensitive to a lot of things. So it, it took me back to my childhood again, where, because like me, black people love salt, mm-hmm. you know, but when you have a restaurant, you got to learn how to uh, use ingredients with salt yeah, and then add salt to taste. Does that make, yeah. that make sense? Because oh, yeah. you, once you over, once you over salt it, you, you, you just can't get it back. It's, it's gone. It's ruined. You know, and oh, right. what yep. what do you use this for? Oh, I, I use this ingredient because it has sodium in it already. Oh, okay. Do you yep. use Himalayan salt? No, I don't, I don't use that. I use this. So it's like just teaching right. me how to use certain ingredients, man. And like I said, I, I give flowers to my mom and my uncle and on all, all my friends' parents growing up because we grew up in a generation where if they ate, you ate. Yep, exactly. You know, like they didn't send you home for they can eat. You know, hey, Aaron, call your mom, tell her you're going to eat here today. Yeah. So I, I grew up in that generation, man. And again, I've, I ate a lot of food that I liked that my friends' moms made and I didn't like, <laughs> you know. But as far as the inspiration, it, it, it just goes from my mom, my uncle, and all, all my friends' parents who had me eat at their table. Yep. Yeah, that's what's up. That's good, man. Uh, I think I think a lot of people have to take note because it, it, it's true, man. I mean, the more diverse you are, uh, especially going into any business, you know, the wider your audience, you know, your, your demographic um, customer base is going to be. So, yeah, man. So I, I think that's that's big time. And I, I appreciate you sharing that as well. Um, Thank you, man. Appreciate sir. that. So. um from here, man, I always ask everybody this as well. Uh, going from everything you've gone through growing up, you know, throughout your life, um, is there anything now, you know, from what you learned that you'll tell your younger self, um, you know, that may have changed uh, a direction sooner for you? Now, the question, I know it's, it's a loaded question because, man, you know, teenagers, hard-headed. You know, there's not much you can tell teenagers oh, yeah. that can really shift what they say. But do you think there's something that, that you would be able to tell your younger self now that would change that? Yeah, I would tell myself, man, take more chances. Um, I was kind of more conservative um, because I always wanted yep. to save face. Um, I, I didn't right. want to look bad. I, I didn't want to fail. I didn't want to get made fun of. And there was a lot of situations where I thought I took that chance or risk it, risk, kind of risk it for the carrot, man. I, yeah. I would have been in better situations. And also, don't be afraid to stand out. There you go. And again, I, I think a lot of us were conservative, and a lot of us talked ourselves out of situations yep. because we was afraid. We was afraid. Yep. Right. Because um, nobody looked like us in a lot of those positions. So that kind of stopped you from going going for it. You know? I tell my uh, kids this now. Like I was, I was a good athlete, man, growing up, you know. But my, uh, I didn't want to be better, you know. I was okay with being good, right? You know, right. I was okay with, you know, I, I, I didn't want to take that chance. I didn't want to take that risk, you know. And just if I could have go back, man, I, I would have took more risk. Right. That's what's up, man. I think that's that's important to hear. <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of people, um, 
you know, I think they can take that note right now. I mean, at this exact moment is to take more chances. I can agree to that as well, you know, myself. So I appreciate you sharing that, sir. Uh, Thank you, man. Appreciate so, that. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so, yeah, man, that's that's definitely everything in a nutshell. I do appreciate you jumping on and, and sharing your thoughts and, and sharing your your um, your path to where you are today. I do like to I do like to, to say your path to success. Um, but success is definitely in the eye of the beholder because um doesn't matter where anybody is at at that moment um to others you they you know they definitely look up to to the person you know i look up to you as well um but i'm sure that you, you feel man. like there's a lot more that you can accomplish you know what i mean um and i think that's that's uh kind of an important aspect for everybody to understand is that you just have to constantly set your goals man to keep keep knocking them down as you go you know never stop so um that's good, I, I, I say one thing. Um, Billy, any final thoughts? I, I think is, yeah, I, I think it's not me being successful. Is me laying the legacy mm -hmm. uh, for my kids. So it's like you could definitely have all the money in the world, but if you don't set your right. kids up right to do good with that money, it's it's not yep. going to last. You know. So it's like okay, here we are. You know, my wife had a great job. Right. I had the restaurant. You know, but we're, here we are living in Denver where the cost of living is so high, yep. you know, so it's like we're making all this money to give it back to in taxes, you know, food, yep. you know, so it's like, how can I set my kids up the right way? And, you know, and, and that's why that move was so important for us yep. was taking a step back to where, you know, the first year is not going to be easy. And yep. we both knew that right. because, you know, I, I quit the restaurant she quit her job, yep. you know, but we, you know, but again, we don't have a mortgage, right. You know, which is, which is a blessing, you know, so we kind of scaled back a, a lot, bit, you know, yeah. to, to where, the, where the money we do have, we're putting it in the right places. And to me, that's being successful as far as managing the tools you have for the next generation. And, yep. the, and the, the older I get, man, I'm, I'm, I'm big on leaving, Leaving this earth, yes, sir. With my kids to have something, right? Because I, I've, I've seen family members who didn't get nothing. Yep. You know, and they, if they would have had that extra push, the, the extra, you know, twenty dollars or whatever, it right? Is, man. Yep. To, to get to that neck, to set them up for good. Because yep. I've seen a lot of, a lot of friends growing up who's inherited. Oh, my grandpa left me fifty thousand dollars. Right. What? Yep. <laughs> you know. You know, yep. if it's money, knowledge, you know, a lot, yeah, of, a lot exactly. of people, we, we, just, we just inherit pictures, man, yep. and, and clothes. And I, I definitely wanted to change that narrative, you know. Yep. So me leaving my kids this land right, means the world to me and my wife. So. Big time, man. Big time. That's what's up. <clears throat> uh, yeah, no, I agree with everything you say, man. Um, no, I appreciate appreciate all that, that knowledge you're dropping, too. So um looking forward you know to seeing you know more progress you know just keep keep me updated you know i'll follow you on social media so you know just keep those uh updates coming man so uh most definitely yes man. sir most definitely um and i appreciate the audience as well for for checking in if you guys listen to the entire episode much appreciated you got you can catch more episodes on youtube uh legacy united and we are on just about every streaming platform for audio podcasting as well um so once again this is your boy billy wayne and aaron gonaway uh with the legacy united we'll catch you guys soon thank you appreciate it <laughs>